How's it going, everybody? I'm Reese, and welcome to our inner nerd. I don't know, that kind of felt weak. Welcome to our inner nerd! This is my second upload this year, and I hope it isn't the last one this year. Because like 2019, I also uploaded two episodes, if you could recall. And I didn't upload for a very long time. I didn't update my podcast for a long time. I hope it doesn't turn into a twice per year basis, God forbid. So yeah, I haven't done this in a while, so forgive me if I find it hard to, uh, you know, get it up. Hello again. Let me tell you something. Hearing that intro music once more, that intro theme that I made on my own, makes my nipples so hard. Machine gun jubblies? How did I miss those, baby? Sorry, it's just I get super proud of myself sometimes, and sometimes I put myself down by wallowing about my insecurities. Then I get all depressed, and then I eat bread, a loaf of bread on its own, without butter or anything. Anyway, welcome to another episode of Our Inner Nerd. I just said that already. We haven't seen each other in a while. Did you lose weight? You got that glow in you. I must say, you look really, really sexy. Have you uh, started working out? Because, um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. Uh, the Last of Us Part 2 has been leaked. No! But no, uh, I'm actually, I'm actually glad that I accidentally read the spoilers and watched one of the many cutscenes that has been leaked out there. So, TLOU fans who are safe from the leaks as of now, I would stay away from Twitter, Reddit, YouTube, because those cutscenes are freaking everywhere, alright? Especially YouTube, so I would start watching YouTube in incognito now, if I were you. Just so, you know, your recommended videos are saved from those clips. The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, God. 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 Guys, I am a huge The Last of Us fan. I've played this game, and I'm not even exaggerating. I've played part one nearly a hundred times all right i've memorized all the lines every cutscenes i've explored every corner of that game i've collected all those firefly pendants i even did a reenactment of the ranch scene with joel and ellie in my speech class back in my freshman days you have no idea what loss is everyone i have cared for has either died or left me Everyone fucking except for you. That is how much of a fan I was for this game. From the first Crash Bandicoot games to the Uncharted series. I am passionate about Naughty Dog games. Everybody knows this. Everybody, if, if you're following me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, you probably know this already. I am a huge Naughty Dog fan. 
These are worlds, especially Uncharted and The Last of Us, man. These are worlds that I would linger into. I would sometimes forget, I would sometimes forget that I am in reality and not in the actual game. It's that, it's that good. The memorable characters, the lush and beautiful environments, the graphical fidelity of this game, the animations, the score, the music, Jesus Christ, the beautiful music of The Last of Us and Uncharted, man. Working for Naughty Dog was a huge dream of mine growing up. I've learned so much about game development and all the game development lingo from them. I played part one non-stop on the PS3. I've waited for it to come out. But yeah, you're probably wondering why I played it so much. At one point when I was growing up, my family didn't have a lot of money. We were in debt, man. So my only form of comfort from all of our troubles is my PS3 and The Last of Us. And amazingly, for some reason, I got to trade with a classmate of mine, a fresh copy of The Last of Us. Out of pity, I suppose. <laughs> because I, I, I couldn't shut up about it. I keep asking him, is it that good? How's the music? How's the gameplay? I was such a nerd for this game. Is it as great as Uncharted? And out of pity, maybe, he, he just decided to trade with me, you know, just so I could shut up about it and quit bugging him. So yeah, uh, we traded his copy of The Last of Us for, I think, my copy of Call of Duty Black Ops 2. I don't know, I can't remember, it's a long time ago. But yeah, having that copy of The Last of Us was the only good thing happening in my life back then. Uh, it was such a blessing for me, because I couldn't... You know, I couldn't work back then. I was underage, so I really, really treasured this game. I couldn't afford buying it. It really saved me from my sadness and our problems at home. So, so after a gajillion hours of playing it, I loved every bit of it. I fall in love with The Last of Us. I love Ellie. I love Joel. I love how the relationship develops till the end of the game. I love the... The camera work, the gameplay, you know, the cutscenes, the graphics, it really pushed the limits of what the PlayStation 3 could handle. The acting, man, the acting by Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker, it's just superb. I, I love their chemistry. The score, the score by Gustavo Santolaya, or Santolasha, if you're Argentinian. It was the best game I've played in a long time. When a PS4 came out, people had PS4s, and I had a PS3 with The Last of Us for a few more, several more years. But yeah, uh, The Last of Us was the game that I would play every time I booted up my PS3. I couldn't go back to playing other games, so you could imagine when the E3 2016 trailer came out, with Ellie playing the guitar and Joel coming into the house, I was, oh man, I was so overwhelmed with emotions. Ask my brother, ask my mother, who happened to be in the living room with me when I was watching it. I I cried my eyes out. Pussy. I was hyped. After that trailer, I did vandalism everywhere. I put Firefly logos on desks. You are under arrest. I'd better call Saul. You know, when I was in a trigonometry lecture, I would just doodle Firefly logos on my notes. I was hyped. So as years come by, more trailers came, gameplay trailers, and I got more hyped, even if I was uh, no noticing something odd in the recent games of Naughty Dog, you know, like they added a ma'am out of nowhere. Excuse me, it's ma'am. 
It is ma'am. I was kind of cringing about Allie making out with this other girl at that one trailer. That was a giveaway that political agenda has entered this franchise, like radical political agenda, social justice warrior stuff. You know, I, I was honestly worried, but I still would have bought this game. I've known Ellie's, I've known about Ellie's sexuality since the first game and it didn't bother me. Why would it? You know, I believe this is just my own personal opinion. That there's nothing wrong with this diversity. There's nothing wrong with inclusiveness, but you know, forced political agenda, shoving it down our throats, making content for the sake of political agenda and forgetting about the goal, which is making quality stories, stories that would touch the audience's heart, not for the sake of representation, but the sake of the story. But yeah, this trailer, this gameplay trailer, I was like, Oh, maybe shoving it onto our faces a little bit too much, but I didn't give a shit. I would have still bought and played this game and I was looking forward to it regardless because I am one of the few who would buy a Naughty Dog title day one. I'm a hardcore, I'm a hardcore Naughty Dog fan, but due to my human curiosity, after reading the leaks by a disgruntled former Naughty Dog employee, who was mistreated, I was really saddened. It felt like somebody kicked my heart in the balls. I trusted Naughty Dog, Neil Druckmann, when he said that he came up with a complimentary story for The Last of Us 1, when he said that we should trust him with this upcoming narrative, even though some of the fans were like, The Last of Us should be a standalone story, it's beautiful as it is, blah blah blah. But no, I was looking forward to this. Because Naughty Dog, knowing Naughty Dog, you know, they are really passionate about their work. And that is what I admire about this studio, you know? The quality of their storytelling is just top-notch. Especially in the Amy Hennig days. Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Uncharted 2 Among Thieves, holy shit. Was the sole reason to why I decided I wanted a PlayStation 3 for Christmas 2009 instead of an Xbox 360. But when Neil Druckmann took full control of the studio by being vice president of Naughty Dog, things have changed in that company. There were rumors that they were mistreated, like, you know, crunch culture was said to be a thing in that studio. And now, it's time for another What the fuck does this word mean? Crunch culture. Slang. Noun. Crunch time is the point at which the development team is thought to be failing to achieve milestones needed to launch a game on schedule. The complexity of workflow and the intangibles of artistic and aesthetic demands in video game creation create difficulty in predicting milestones. The use of crunch time is also seen to be exploitative of the younger workforce in video games who have not had the time to establish a family and who were eager to advance within the industry by working long hours. They say that the studio has become more divisive than before. There's just a whole lot of scandals during the development of The Last of Us Part 2. In case you haven't been following the development of this game, we have pioneers of the studio leaving left and right, the crunch, the odd amount of job postings, the pay, etc, etc. It's... It seems like it became more of a hostile and toxic work environment now. Like, 
look at uh, look at the Uncharted 4 credits right now. 70% of those names, I guarantee you, are not in Naughty Dog anymore. So that really says something about this company, you know? This plot really rubbed me the wrong way when I read it. It was a gloomy day for me. Imagine waiting for a game for like seven years, I think? And having your expectations be destroyed in the worst possible way. This game has a large fan base. Let's not forget that. Many people consider part one to be the best video game ever made. It earned over 200 Game of the Year awards. It's critically acclaimed all over the world. But with part two, in my opinion, they did us wrong. They did us wrong, man. As fans, they did us wrong. Not just the political pandering, you know, being the reason, okay? That I can tolerate at least because, you know, it's our generation. It's everywhere in entertainment now and that's just the truth of it. But <sighs> this one or two or three goddamn decisions that they made. Oh, God damn it. Ah, oh, I just get all depressed when I think about it again. They just went crazy on us. They took a really hard left turn, if you know what I mean. The writers, the directors, Halle Gross, Anthony Newman, Neil Druckmann, oh God, Neil, why? I'm sorry, but why? Who thought that this was going to be a good idea? Neil Druckmann, apparently. I love these characters, man. I grew up with them. I fell in love with them. And after reading these leaks, I'm like, are you fucking serious? Are you serious? Are you shitting me right now? Come on, get it out. You're, you're kidding, right? So you expect me to spend my $60, my probably $2,990 in the Philippines, in Philippine pesos. But yeah, you expect me to spend 3,000 pesos for this shit? You expect me to play this after I've fallen in love with the characters, the story, the gameplay. You expect me to continue. You expect me to enjoy this. You expect me to go through this journey like this? Well, you're out of your fucking mind if you expect that the fans, the majority of the fans will like this new direction, alright? You're crazy. It's... It's an extreme change, my guys. It's, it's drastic. This is an extreme slap on the face. Why did they think that this would be a good idea? Probably because Neil Druckmann's like, I'm all sophisticated, you know, and I subvert everybody's expectations. I want to be like Rian Johnson when he did Jedi. I love that man. I want to be like him someday. This sucks, man. After all those delays, after waiting seven years, I was still in high school when the first one came out, bruh. I would listen to the complete soundtrack of Gustavo Santolasha. Santolasha? Why do I sound Italian? Gustavo is a freaking Latin man. But yeah, I listened to his soundtrack when I took the freaking bus to school. I listened to it when I go to sleep every night. I am passionate about this gaming franchise. But after this, after reading the leaks, no, man, just, no, just, no, man, I'm sorry. It's just unbearable, it's unbearable for me. I'm sorry, guys, 
If anyone from Naughty Dog is listening to this, I doubt it though. Um, just wanted to share my sympathies for you guys. I know it's rough. You know, you're all getting a lot of hate. The theme of this game is all about hate, ironically. But yeah, just, you know, the developers, the animators, the programmers, the artists. I just wanted to say that I hurt for you guys. You've all been working seven years for this game. You've put your passion and soul, your blood and sweat. You're all good at what you do. But Neil Druckmann's story direction. <laughs> this was a sure purchase for me on day one. But no, no, I'm gonna wait for the, the reviews before I buy this game. But I'm putting my expectations on a lot. I'm sorry if you can hear dogs. Shut the fuck up, you fucking dogs. Damn naughty dogs. The snotty dog protesting outside my, outside our house. Snotty dog right there. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for the reviews before I buy this game. I mean, the gameplay looks sick, man. It looks solid. We've seen gameplay and it really looked cool. I like this new, uh, this new type of infected stage called the Shambler, you know, which releases these toxic cloud, toxic spores, you know, it's basically the one above a bloater. But no, this game, in my opinion, this story, it's a terrible idea. In my opinion. Uh, in my opinion! But hey, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I haven't played it yet. Maybe it'll change my mind. I mean, I don't even agree with myself sometimes, so there's that. But so far, I've read the plot, I know how it ends. It's a no-no for me right now. It's bad. It's B-A-D-D. B-A-D-D. Double D. But I'm not gonna go. But I'm not gonna go, you know. Hey, don't buy this game. I know how it ends, and it's bad. Don't buy it. Let's not support this game to teach them a lesson. And then they spoil the whole thing the whole game for you. <laughs> don't do that shit, man. That's super uncool. You don't get to decide if they want to be spoiled or not. It's just fucking mean. It's it's terrible. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about it now because it's gonna be redundant. Hello, everyone. You just listened to episode four. I decided to split the episodes now. If you're following me on social media, I told you that I was gonna have two topics on this episode, but I decided to make separate episodes out of them. Because I know that I, I announced that I was going to upload a new episode three weeks ago already. So, it's hard to keep things consistent, okay? Especially if you've got like a billion video games in your PC and PS4. Anyway, episode 5 is coming very, very soon. I'm going to be talking about my voiceover career, and I'm going to do your voice impression requests. So, I hope you guys stay tuned for that. I'm really excited for this. Anyway, thank you again for listening to this episode. See you guys again very, very soon.